0: Cork are in serious trouble. In the Monster Championship, they're going to get beaten. They're going to get beaten early. And when the Cork crowd turn against them, they turn so harsh.
1: The football pod is available every Tuesday exclusively on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your
0: flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Anthony Moyle is with us to look back on the weekend's football. Anthony, how are you getting on? morning, Owen. How are you doing? Yeah, very well. We might start Good. with that uh, Croke Park event yesterday between uh, Dublin and Donegal. I think we all probably want to just a couple of games to see if the Dubs are getting back to their best. Uh, they have another win, at least. What's impressing you most about the direction of them over the last uh, two games from Dublin?
1: Uh, well, look, like, I mean, we've, we've spoken about this. I think they're, they're, they're starting to gel. Um, obviously, players coming back, which has massively helped. Um... Yeah, but I think I think look, you know, the the addition of a couple of fellas such as McCarthy, um, you know, he 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 he's a massive bonus for him because he gives them options then around the middle. It means you can you know you can push Howard into the into the half forward line. Um but apart from even the guys coming back, and we know obviously O'Callaghan has to come back, Costello came back in recently, Merchant come back in, Robbie McDade came back in. They've still obviously got a few more to come in, including Paddy Small, uh, uh, and O'Callaghan. But you're you're I think their level of work rate has increased massively on, you know, so at last week, if you watch you know, if you if you keep an eye on Dean Rock, Dean Rock busts the gut, I don't know how many, five or six times chasing fellas back to the halfway line and beyond. You know, uh, Dean wouldn't be known for that. Uh, like, still works very hard, but he's a guy who obviously stays close to goal because that's where he's the most dangerous. But he absolutely, he turned fellas over last week. Um, and even in the game yesterday, added again, and Koslo did the same. And I think at around the 62nd or the 63rd minute, he chased a, a, a Donegal man back. He he got an interception uh, it went to another Dublin man, I think it went to, uh, uh, I can't remember who it went to but anyway, they, they, they attacked down the and finished with Fenton kicking the score off his left. Um, stuff that you want to see as a manager and that you're able to take out on a video session and say, that's the kind of stuff we need, that's the kind of stuff that, that unseen work and and, and, and and how it then you know, ends up in a score uh, for the team. So, you know, I think, I think they have managed to get that um, and you you know they seem to be playing with a bit of a chip on their shoulder now they seem to be kind of getting stuck in as i said really from from an effort point of view and from from an intensity point of view they have upped it massively since the first two or three league games you know chasing back chasing loss causes running 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 with you know support players running really like i mean i tell you where there's a big difference you watch Scully I think he 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 must have got a massive kick up the rear end because the first couple of games I felt that he was very passive you know kind of quarterbacking the game but not really doing anything majorly positive going quite lateral when he got the ball uh, slowing things down a bit but the difference in him in the last two weeks has been immense every single time he gets the ball he injects pace every single time he goes at a player he draws men in you know he's if you watch his goal watch where he starts on the goal yesterday um, he's essential you know, way behind midfield, uh, and Bon Gallagher is marking him, loses him completely as the two of them drift in, and he just continues his run. He actually gives the initial pass and then follows it in and gets on the end of it. Um, so he, you know, like like others in 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 the in the setup, um, are are playing and playing with a lot more intensity and a lot more, I, I suppose, ambition as well.
0: It, it seems to me as well as if they've stumbled upon a full backline that they can really trust for the duration of the season in Fitzsimons, Byrne and, and Keane Murphy? Because that was definitely an area that was getting exposed time after time in the first three weeks of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they've also got competition there, remember. You know, um, the, 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 I thought Byrne had a very tricky first couple of weeks. Like, if you remember, <laughs> he obviously marked O'Neill <clears throat> for Armagh, and he got a bit of a tired time on O'Neill. I thought that has got his fill of it yesterday. Obviously, Paddy McBurty, McBurty put on a bit of a lesson. You know, one five from right. play um and he was pretty much you know very very difficult to mark but we'll get to that in a minute but yeah they're, they're, they're very solid there um but of course it's being helped now by the fact that their half back line in front of them is a bit more solid I think when Howard was at six he, he got dragged out too much on you know he, he didn't know where exactly he was and he was leaving a few gaping holes um in that area of the pitch where teams could exploit you know they're in a situation now where they're a bit more solid there like they didn't have John Small yesterday but John will obviously come back in and solidify there as well. So, you know, it's it's look, it's it's one of those things. Um, they, they're managing. What I thought was interesting with with, with even what what Farrell has done is he he has kept the competition um, even within those couple of players. The new lads coming in. So I can't remember the the the, the, the lads' name. Uh, apologies, the corner back who started the first couple of games. You might know it. Uh, <laughs> Correct, Lee Gannon. I thought he was. I thought he was an absolute fine for them, and <clears throat> I was surprised to see him on the subs bench last week and then surprised to see it again and I was thinking to myself well you know is he injured uh, has he done enough but if, if, if it is a smart move by the, the management team they're keeping him really on his toes because you know Murphy comes in does, does a fine job last week very very capable fellow on the ball you see him coming up the field yesterday in the second half he puts a lovely little dink pass into Dean Rock who kicks one over his shoulder um, you know a, a, ticky, a sticky kind of tight cornerback. Nothing 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 too flash just doing his job um, and obviously getting 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 plenty of experience there. So they're, they're all of a sudden starting to blood new guys uh, and fellas who you would say, you know what, these guys can get a championship start. Um, so, look, as we said a couple of weeks ago, they haven't gone away uh, and, there's, and there's absolutely certainly no doubt about it. O'Callaghan would like to be getting back in now. I think it's getting too close um, like I believe he got re-injured which wasn't a great sign but you'd certainly want to get him back in because look they're, they're not going to have a full complement they're going to be without one or two but if you have Koslo you have Dean Rock you know you've Howard you've Scully you've Kilkenny um, and then you know you've got a couple of others A.N. others floating in and around like Bugler I thought was really really good actually in the first three or four games and he's kind of drifted back a little bit I thought in the last two games he was one of the guys who was kind of Really, you know, holding it together in the first couple of games, and he's kind of drifted off. He was okay yesterday. He wasn't. He wasn't brilliant. Um, but you know, look, it's it's as we said before, the the strength and depth now is starting to come, and once they bring these other guys back in, well, you know, they're gonna be they're they're gonna be there thereabouts again.
0: Right. That's very interesting. I'm interested as well in your in your. Donegal uh, take because it definitely felt to me a couple of weeks ago uh, like I'm sure Donegal people would have disagreed with me that the win against Tyrone almost came against the run of play that without Michael Murphy they were really struggling and that they needed to get Murphy back ASAP now in fairness Murphy is back now and obviously uh, played very well yesterday but the other parts around him seem to be clicking into gear as well like I didn't see the full game yesterday but is that, is that exactly what, what you would have seen yesterday?
1: Well, i tell you, I was dreading watching it yesterday because, to be honest with you, it's been like watching paint dry, watching Donegal the last couple of weeks, um, but they, they, they completely turned everything on their head. They, right. Like Right from the get-go, you literally saw it. It was amazing. They, I think they won the throw-up, but literally, there was, there, was a, there was a kind of a, 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 a moment in the game, literally in the first minute or so, where I can't remember who got the ball, one of the defenders gets the ball, and he, he, he initially looks to turn around to go backwards, and then he kind of remembers, oh, actually, we're not doing that today, and <laughs> he goes forward with the ball and it was kind of like you could see the, the realisation that everyone was like no 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 we're actually going to go forward with the ball today now you know what they lost the game they were a little bit open at the back um, but they tried things on. They, you know, they, they they took those risks that we were talking about for the first time in a long time. They were kicking balls into the full forward line, whether it was Murphy in there, McBurty, um, you know, whether it was it, it, it was it was young Patter Morgan kicking them in, young O'Donnell I thought was very impressive in full forward. He had a, he had a very good game, good young lad. Um, so they, they were trying things. They were running off the shoulder. They weren't going lateral, 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 side to side. Now it exposed them a little bit at the back, and ultimately it cost them. But actually, you know, I think they had twelve wines. Um, a lot of them kickable, to be honest with you. And then the first goal, the Scully goal, was 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 a really bad turnover. A ball up the sideline, it bounced over one of the Donegal lads' heads, and they didn't get back quickly enough. Um, and then the penalty was a bit rash. It probably could have been easier. Now Duny- Dublin could have had one or two other goals, um, so I'm not saying Donegal should have won the game. But you know, it was it was a breath of fresh air to see them play like that on. It really was, and I think. I'm kind of a little bit amazed that bonner has has waited this long because i would have felt that he needs to find that balance between you know 15 behind the ball lateral slow build up running at angles and then this thing that they can do like watch the goal that murphy gets it's a planned move it's absolutely executed to the tee it's unbelievably done you know and they have that ability and when they're getting the ball into mcbrarity fast and early and murphy it's still a massive, massive threat.
0: It definitely feels as if um, we've kind of written Donegal off subconsciously, as if, you know, they've had their chance, is the sort of tone I kind of feel sometimes around Donegal, and, and certainly maybe maybe what I would think as well. And it does feel that they're just still there, they're, they're still around. It's just hard to see how they actually get to the next level where, if they're in an Ulster final, for example, uh, against a team like Tyrone, that they actually do see that game out, or that they do see out a big All Ireland quarter final, if that was a situation that they ever found themselves in, like how do they manage to to, to close that gap, uh, given that you started to see new things from them yesterday?
1: Yeah, well, the first thing is they need to keep Murphy fit, yeah. and they need to keep McBerty fit. Um, and I know that's a very, very obvious thing to say, but they are just so talismanic. Like I mean, they are, they are, they are titans for the team. Um, as I said, McBurty, you know, won five from play yesterday off Mick Fitzsimons, and Mick has been shutting fellas down for mm-hmm. the last number of weeks in an unbelievable fashion. But he was at sixes and sevens yesterday. Uh, McBurty could have probably had one eight. 1-9 well, even, you know, he kicked a couple of wives that you probably would have said, you know, yeah, they were well within his range. Um, Murphy is again, he can float around, you know, he's out there as, as 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 a midfield option, but he's also out there as a kind of a third midfielder whereby Dublin were going long a lot. Michael Shield was in goal yesterday um, and and he's a very, very good goalkeeper but when he's kicking out to his right, he kind of shifts his, his body around and it's quite an obvious kick and Murphy was actually standing out to his right a lot as a deterrent and he was forcing him to kick across his body out to his left um, and Donegal are obviously quite big around the middle. Now, they have a couple of fellas to come back in there too, which will help um, and, and, you know, I think they're, they're, could, could, they, could they win an Ulster and could they... You know what? If they keep those lads fit, um I, I would have said after last week I said if they continue to play the way they're playing they're going to get picked off you know they, they'll, they'll get picked off in an 11-9 or one ten 10 9 type of a game you know and they just they just lose by a couple of scores because they'll keep it tight but they won't kick much to the far end but actually yesterday gave me an awful lot of hope for them um, and actually said you know what they can mix it and they can play plenty of football still um, and if guys capable in that forward line of picking up the mantle and just picking up the extra little bits around Murphy and McBride They don't have to stand out. They just have to chip in. Like O'Donnell chipped in with two scores yesterday. They have to chip in around that. You know, get two here, one there, and then the transition of keeping it tight at the back. That's something that he's going to have to find. But he probably has four or five, six weeks to find it. So, could they do it? You know, I I I wouldn't fancy them. You know, like I mean, uh, as in, I wouldn't fancy necessarily playing them if they're playing in that in, in, in the same vein that they were playing yesterday.
0: Right, very encouraging stuff so from, from Dunny Gallagher, not just looking at the, the score. Uh, if you look, rewind then to, to Saturday night then, uh, Mayo against Tyrone, is it leaving Mayo off the hook completely to say, listen, they're safe, they don't care about the league final, they're playing Galway a few weeks after the league final, they probably don't even want to qualify for it? Or are you seeing a few deeper issues from, from Mayo on Saturday?
1: Yeah. um Six one, I think. it's right. um, Six one. I think they were, the first 20 minutes, they, they, I think they were still on the bus, to be honest. Like, I mean, they were absolutely asleep. They hardly laid a finger on Tyrone. Um, it was really, really casual. Um, shockingly casual. Um, and, you know, it's kind of, It's funny. You know, you talked about the Donegal Tyrone thing. Like it, it's kind of going. Like Tyrone are really. We'll talk about them in a minute, right? But they're they're, they're struggling to find themselves, um, and they're really struggling. You can see it. You know, there's certain players that that have just not hit the heights of, of anything like last year, um, and and they seem to have some kind of an identity crisis. I don't know what's going on at the moment, but Mayo let them off the hook completely in that first 20-25 minutes. Like it was five or six points to nothing. Mayo hardly, hardly, as I said, raised the gallop at all. Um, Tyrone should have been at, further out the gate. Um, and then it was kind of like, Tyrone Mayo got a little bit annoyed. Tyrone hit them a couple of times and there was a few little, you know, kind of off-the-ball incidents going on. And Mayo kind of said, you know what, actually, let, let's kind of kick it off here. And next thing then, they started to kind of wind it down. They started to get that power running game coming from midfield with Ruan and Jordan. They started to get their halfbacks into it. Keegan started coming up the field a bit more. Um, but my major worry, and this has been there for a long time, is their forward prowess and the ability that they have up front. They're still very reliant on, on, on that running power from midfield. Their backs getting on the ball, clipping over a few scores. Ruwan, especially, very, very reliant on him getting up the field and punching holes and either scoring himself or laying the ball off or forward to kick on a handy point. But, you know, O'Donoghue is well capable. And as I was saying last week, I was mightily impressed with him winning his own ball, taking on his man and kicking scores. He didn't do it as much on Saturday, but he was still probably one of the only major threats. Jason Doherty was very quiet, was well marshalled. Orm... You know, it's it's just not working for him. He's trying hard, but he's just not that killer instinct inside. Uh, Young Boland was okay last week, was was only okay again. You know, they need O'Connor back. They need two O'Connors back, but they certainly need Dermot O'Connor back. And they need him like he was in Crow Park and not last week, where he was a little bit quiet too. So they're struggling up front. I don't think they've scored a goal, and maybe they've only got one in the league. Um, so... They're, they're you know they're just they're not kicking big scores uh, no they're not they're not they're not giving away much at the far end but they're not kicking big scores and you know I think they potentially will meet obviously they'll come up against Galway and Galway are known obviously for rattling on big scores if if if, if, if you allow them um, but Galway have been pretty mean at the back too recently so you know you kind of look at it and you say he's done a great job, Horan, because he's he's mixed his team every week and he's changed young lads in and he's kind of changed around different positions. Um, and I think he obviously will settle eventually on a very very strong team. But I'm still I'm still worried in the last four. Of an all-Ireland series, have they got the forward ability to you know to kick one fourteen, one fifteen, and I just I just don't see it at the moment.
0: So Mayo were disappointing uh, on Saturday. Uh, I guess you said it there yourself. They were on the bus for the for the first twenty minutes, and Tyrone still only I guess, scraped past them on the scoreboard at least. So would your concerns for Tyrone actually be be greater than than, than Mayo after Saturday night?
1: Yes, right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it hasn't changed. Um, P. D. Hart was unbelievable, uh, absolutely phenomenal. He, he, he kind of played kind of centre forward, full forward sometimes in the first half. Um, one ball, kick scores, brought men into it, really led the line well. Um, they had a strong breeze. Myler chipped in with a few nice scores. Canavan, again, was a threat. McShane I thought was quiet um, McKernan has gone unfortunately way back I don't know if the player of the year is weighing around his neck but it, it was just like I mean the McGeary. guy just doesn't seem to sorry? McGeary McGeary sorry sorry yeah I just I just, you know it's just, it's just it's just not happening and he's trying hard but it's just not happening and the more he tries it's kind of like it's slipping away from me taking a couple of shots off the outside of his right and he just skewed up in the air um, but for me they seem like a team that are I don't know it's not hardness on I, I don't know what it is it's hard to put my finger on it like I mean they're trying you can see them uh, um, and but it's just not it's just not necessarily clicking for them um like I mean opposed that first 20 minutes, like Mayo won the game essentially, um, and you know if the, if Mayo had anything about them in the first twenty minutes, you would have said actually they could probably take this because Tyrone were lacklustre lacklustre in the second half. I just don't think they're being as as adventurous as as they were. They are quite you know they like to contain the game, they like to control the game. Um, but again, as we as we alluded to last week, I think the era of that is kind of slowly kind of moving on risk has to be taken and chances have to be taken and kind of you know fellas with the ability to go and do things uh, and do things that you don't expect has to happen and i'm just you're just you're just slightly worried for them honestly um because they're not in a really really great place at the moment you know they really aren't uh, um and you know coming into the last day obviously they play Kerry. like i mean that's 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 not a great time to be meeting Kerry, <laughs> to be honest with you. Especially if Kerry decide to go full hog. Now they may not, right? Kerry might decide, to, well, we we'll just, we we'll just, we'll kind of, we'll rest about three or four players, and that may play into Tyrone's hand. But if Kerry decided, you know what, we want to set a marker down here. Um, unlike Mayo, um, well, then you know Tyrone could be, could be, could be in, 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 in battle shape coming into that uh, Ulster Championship.
0: The relegation picture is absolutely fascinating as we look at next week. You've got Kildare, Donegal and Tyrone all on five points. Dublin and Monaghan currently occupying the relegation spaces on four points. As you mentioned there, it's Kerry against Tyrone. Donegal are hosting Armagh and Letterkenny. They should try and move that game to Bally Buffet. They've got a poor record in Kelly, don't they? And they had a fantastic record in in Bally Buffet. Mayo are yeah. at home to Kildare. Well, at home and in inverted commas to Kildare, obviously. Uh, and Monaghan against Dublin in Clonus. That Mayo Kildare game is in Carrick and Shannon, actually. I think so. Uh, those are the fixtures for next week. How are you calling it at this moment? Who's who's going down?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh... okay I'll start with my banker (laughs) which is probably completely wrong Um, but I think Dublin will take Monaghan Monaghan were very poor yesterday um, extremely poor and it wasn't even the fact that Kildare were great Monaghan were just so lacklustre it was unbelievable standing off Kildare men letting them basically do whatever they wanted to do with the ball Monaghan would usually be very tight at the back fellas throwing their bodies in you know preventing shots where it was, you know, Kildare were just one ball in, a fella sidestep and hand pass off, bang, over the bar. Loads of Monaghan guys in the vicinity, but no one really putting any major pressure on the ball or putting their body on their line or tackling or communication. Um, I thought they were quite, They looked, they looked like they had done an unbelievable week's work, which they probably didn't do, but they looked very leggy, very, very tired, um, you know, devoid of ideas, as I said, and really devoid of any major, you know, get up and go. Um so that that was a that's that's a big score. Twenty four points is a big, yeah. big score to concede. Like that's 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 a that's a hammering, you know. Um I don't care what anyone says because that, that could have easily been thirty. Do you know what I mean? So I, I wouldn't be Dublin are coming and Dublin are coming with the possibility of remaining in division one. And from a couple of weeks ago where they had zero points they could finish with six mm. and they won't want their momentum to be broken with this game so they're coming up and they're coming in with all guns blazing you would imagine that they're saying right this is this is another marker we're going to set down so i'd fear for monahan i think you know Donegal armagh is going to be a tricky one because mcghini will want to bounce back from the carry game um he's probably seen his momentum curve starting to kind of wane off and he will most definitely want to kind of resurrect that um and that's always a that's always a humdinger of a game you know it's always a humdinger of a game and i think Donny gall would be interesting will they just revert back to type and say okay we're locking it down and we're going to shut down the forwards we're going to shut down o'neill we're going to shut and we're going to make it a real dog of a fight uh, and we'll try to pick them off at the far end, or they a bit or or are they a bit more adventurous? I think they need to be adventurous because the one area for Armagh that I, would, that I worry about is their full back line and is actually ball in, especially high ball in. So I wouldn't be surprised if Murphy gets in full forward a lot against Armagh and they try to put those diagonal balls into him, him and McBurty. So that's going to be a fascinating game. Um, and you know, I, if, as I said, we're kind of bigging up Donegal a bit, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if I think they. If they revert back to type, I'd worry for them. If they can marry it, I think they'd be okay. So, you know, you're back to Mayo Kildare and. <sighs> Jesus, Kildare for me look like a team who are playing with a smile on their face. You know, there seems to be a brilliant atmosphere around Kildare, around Newbridge. You know, you see what Glenn Ryan is doing and the rest of the management team. There's, there's a happiness about us. You know, you'd love to be part of a, a lot of setups. You'd be saying to yourself, Jesus, you know, I'd love to be part of that setup because there, there's guys, as I say, playing with a smile on their face. They seem to be enjoying themselves. They seem to have a common purpose. Um, the management team have them going in the right areas and they're believing in themselves on um, and I tell you they're, 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 they're you know they've been there thereabouts through the whole league um, they've really represented themselves well and will Mayo decide ah you know what we might play three or four new lads again uh, and we'll just kind of we'll taper it off a little bit coming into the Galway game um, will they take their chances that they end up in a league final anyway um, you know to, Will they be really that annoyed if they don't make the league final? I don't think he will be. I don't mm. think he will be. I think I think Horan has an idea of where he wants to go, and he knows Galway are sitting there waiting in the wings, and he knows he wants to get ready for that one. So, so what? What have I answered? Probably nothing. <laughs> I think <laughs> Monaghan I think Mona can get relegated, but I don't really. I couldn't. I couldn't pin on the second one. I really couldn't. Yeah, yeah. The real
0: plus for there as well is that the magnitude of their win yesterday means you're the only team in the bottom five who have a positive scoring difference so if there's more than mm. two teams tied obviously it'll come down to, to that which is a very live possibility it's going to be a great day's football that is uh, certainly for sure Monaghan and A and Other is uh, what we're concluding this morning yes. go down to Division 2 next year Anthony Moyles great stuff as ever thanks a million
1: no bother though. talk to you soon cheers, cheers.
0: Anthony Moyles there looking back on yesterday's football action OTB AM with Gillette